Welcome. Welcome on this seventh Sunday of Easter, the Sunday after Ascension. The disciples are preparing for the Holy Spirit. We turn to our orders of service. We have come together in the name of Christ to offer our praise and thanksgiving, to hear and receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek the forgiveness of our sins, that by the power of the Holy Spirit we may give ourselves to the service of God. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. In your resurrection, O Christ, let heaven and earth rejoice. Alleluia. Blessed are you, Lord God of our salvation, to you be praise and glory for ever, as once you ransomed your people from Egypt and led them to freedom in the promised land, so now you have delivered us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your risen Son. May we, the first fruits of your new creation, rejoice in this new day you have made and praise you for your mighty acts. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God for ever. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen.
Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Collect for the Seventh Sunday of Easter, the Sunday after Ascension Day. O God, the King of glory, who hast exalted thine only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph unto thy kingdom in heaven. We beseech thee, leave us not comfortless, but send to us thine Holy Spirit to comfort us, and exalt us unto the same place whither our Saviour Christ is gone before, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Christ, our Passover Lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, We confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. May the Father of all mercies cleanse us from our sins and restore us in his image to the praise and glory of his name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The reading is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. In those days... Peter stood up among the believers. Together the crowd numbered about 120 people and said, Friends, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit, through David, foretold concerning Judas, who became a guide for those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this ministry. So one of the men who have accompanied us throughout that time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us to his resurrection. So they proposed two, Joseph, called Barsabbas, who was also known as Justus, and Matthias. Then they prayed and said, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which one of these two 
you have chosen to take the place in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they cast lots for them, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was added to the eleven apostles. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our Gospel reading. Hear the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus looked up to the heaven and said, I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you, for the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one, as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost except the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we wait on the Lord, he completes us, makes us whole, ready to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he sends us out, apostles in our time, for our time, today, in our own community. The story from Acts chapter 1 we had for our first reading today comes in the period after the ascension of Jesus on the Mount of Olives and before the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was to come upon the disciples. A hundred and twenty of them were all together in the upper room, waiting, as Jesus told them to. Then an unexpected thing took place. Peter proposes an election. What a bizarre thing to do. Why did they need to appoint anyone at all? 
After all, within a very short time, their world would be completely transformed. They knew something was going to happen. They didn't know what, but their world was going to change. Within days, they would have expanded their number by thousands, and it wasn't long before they would be calling Paul, Barnabas, John Mark, and who knows how many others apostles. Paul mentions one called Julia in the Epistle to the Romans, a woman even, a real turn-up for the book given the culture of the times. Apostle in Greek simply means one who is sent. So in some ways, in practice, it would fit any Christian with a missionary heart. They were told to go and wait. So why did Peter want to act then? At that point, they weren't desperate for anyone to go anywhere. They were all huddled together in the upper room. Then there's the process. Somehow, they arrived at two names. Out of the 120, they whittled it down to two for God to choose by casting lots. Even given that the casting of lots was a common Jewish custom, God only gets a choice out of two. Imagine the tensions and the less-than-pure thoughts leading up to the final two. Who did that and how? How many hours went into the making of the shortlist? We don't know. How dictatorial was Peter in this? And who said he should be the one to decide anyway? If it had been left to me, I might have been tempted to wait. But what we haven't mentioned yet is how the vacancy occurred. After the appearance of the risen Christ, everything had been really good, all except for Judas Iscariot. They mourned him. His departure had left a gap. They mourned his betrayal and his death. He had been with them three whole years from the beginning. He had been part of the family, travelling with the group, one of the twelve, the inner circle even. He had been loved and valued. And then, suddenly, in all the confusion, he had behaved in a way worse than any of them. Sure, they had run away or denied him, but Judas had deliberately arranged Jesus' arrest for money. Perhaps we don't think deeply enough about the impact of Judas's departure on the disciples. The horror of the act of betrayal by someone they loved. The shock, the weight of the sadness and the emptiness it left must have been great. It's too easy for us with the distance of 2,000 years to stand aloof and shrug our shoulders. Did God just wipe his hands of Judas? No, Jesus loved him and so did the disciples. Maybe you yourself know of someone who betrayed their church. A safeguarding incident, perhaps. Sadly, they are not that uncommon. How did you feel at the time? How did the other members of the fellowship take it? Shocked, angry, heartbroken, I expect, but also hurt, wounded. If that person had been a long-standing member of the church, On the church council even, they would have left a nasty void, 
a dark hole. It was the same with Judas. Jesus had appointed twelve. This number represented the twelve tribes of Israel. God in Christ was founding a new Israel to include everyone everywhere. Now there was an empty seat. Peter felt it needed to be filled to help the healing process. It needed to be filled to be ready for the coming of the Holy Spirit, however that was to happen. And us? We all have empty spaces, dark gaps around us and within us, left by people and situations, and even our own betrayals. It's the way of the world. Let us then let God complete us too, mend our fellowships and our hearts. It is God who completes us, makes us whole, ready to be filled with the Holy Spirit, healed, completed and ready to be sent out to become the apostles in our time, for our time, today, in our own community. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. We are all together in our own homes, wherever we might be in the world. We belong together and we are waiting for the Lord. We exchange the peace with one another. The risen Christ came and stood among his disciples and said, Peace be with you. Then they were glad when they saw the Lord. Alleluia. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace. Let us pray. Let us join our prayers with those of our Saviour Christ, seeking the Father's blessing and the gifts of the Spirit. Jesus Christ, great High Priest, living for ever to intercede for us, pray for the Church, your broken body in the world. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Jesus Christ, King of Righteousness, enthroned at the right hand of the Majesty on high, pray for the world and make it subject to your just and gentle rule. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Jesus Christ, Son of Man, drawing humanity into the life of God, pray for your brothers and sisters in need, distress or sorrow. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Jesus Christ, pioneer of our salvation, bringing us to glory through your death and resurrection, surround with your saints and angels those who have died trusting in your promises. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Jesus Christ, Lord over all things, ascended far above the heavens and filling the universe. Pray for us who bear witness to your glory and power. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Almighty God, your ascended Son has sent us into the world to preach the good news of your kingdom. Inspire us with your spirit and fill our hearts with the fire of your love that all who hear your word may be drawn to you and that your kingdom may come on earth as in heaven. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We have just come to the end of Christian Aid Week. And I know some of you will have given to Christian Aid. If you haven't, it's never too late. 
we thank God for the work of Christian aid all over the world. And this year, we thank you, Lord, especially for their awareness raising of the climate change issue and how it affects people in other parts of the world. The God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, be among us and remain with us always. Amen. May the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.